Testing one, two, three. Beth smells. <laughs> Testing one, two. San smells more. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Ask Alika podcast, where we answer all your questions about business, marketing, and technology. Welcome to episode 30 of Ask Alika. Today, we're going to talk about everything to do with data tracking. Yes, we are. All the different ways that you can track information. Obviously, our focus is going to be on the online sets of how you can track data because that's uh, our specialty. And I suppose, yeah, we wanted to start by going through a few of the different ways that, well, a lot of people know that it's important and are doing it at a basic level. Mm -hmm. So, that's, that's great. But I suppose we want to kind of go beyond that and look at the, the you know, leveling up what you can do to really take hold of all the information that, that, yeah. we, that we have. And like you said, we're going to talk about digital marketing data, uh, not necessarily big data and things like that. So, this is all about digital marketing data. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about what do most people track now from their website? Well, I think... Well, I hope most people are at least tracking uh, how many um, people send them emails and what uh, what they're saying in those emails and if they fill in a form and, you know, the basic kind of stuff, how many people visit your site. If you, yep. if you don't have a basic understanding of, of your, your baseline SEO metrics, mm. um, that's probably something you want to get onto. Um, we'd highly recommend it. But that's that's kind of become a standard now. I think yeah. it's it's pretty common that people know that they need to be looking at that kind of stuff, right? It is, it is. So that's all the standard stuff, and it gets pretty funky. So stay stay with us, right? What do only some people track? Well, some people track phone calls. It's something that we encourage a lot of our clients to do using, you know, there's a different. Different um, third-party plugins and and you know things that you can use to actually identify that you know the number that someone called you from, how long the call went for. You can record the call. Obviously, there needs to be you know yep. advice that this call will be recorded for you know training purposes or whatever. So that um you know that can really give you insight into the quality of a sales call or a customer service call, and it can give you a way to understand. <laughs> where calls came from. So, I know yes. there's a little bit of magic behind how that works as well. Yeah. So, well, firstly, that's good because with phone call tracking, you can track what keyword led to the phone call. So, if you're doing yeah. Google AdWords, you'll know that if you're an accountant, accountant, West Perth, right? You can find out if that keyword led to a phone call or a bunch of phone calls. Mm. So, that's another reason why. Uh, call tracking is so cool because then you can keep optimizing your campaign. You know the keywords that are working. Yeah, you, yep. you know what's leading to business for you essentially. Yep. Um, and sorry, what was the other thing you, you, you said? Well, basically the science of it, the technical side of it is fairly simple in that, I mean, the way we've, we've done it here yeah. in the past is you wrap a piece of code around your phone number so that every time someone visits their site, um, mm. visits your site, they actually a different number is displayed yep. on your site. So if I visit, um, you know, an accountant website, and I came from a Google AdWords, uh, you know, I clicked on an ad um, from Google, mm. I'm going to see a different number to what you're going to see if you went directly to the site and yes. typed in the phone number. So and that by doing that, each of us will be able to be uniquely identified as a different yep. caller coming That's from right. a different, um, I guess, avenue. So, so stay with us because it's not the easiest thing to, to explain on audio. But so, what Beth means is that, yes, the number will, if, if somebody clicks on a Google ad, 
They go to the website, the accountant website, a lawyer website, whatever it is. The phone number will switch to a different number that's unique to that the person that's looking. They will call that number and all that happens is that they will get redirected to the normal company landline. Yes, that's, sorry. I probably should have mentioned happens. that. No, no, no that's, <laughs> that's cool. Um, and the other thing to, to note is that every person that goes to the website from, the, from Google Ads will actually see a different number unique to them. Exactly. And that's how we know we can track every person's activity, mm. which is pretty crazy and pretty cool. And some people already do this, but a lot of people don't. Exactly. Something a lot of people already do as well is they use heat mapping tools so to understand yep. someone's activity. Oh, sorry, go back, go back. Um, go back I don't think what? we explained. You can actually record the phone call. Yep, yep. So, well. you can yep. you can also put like a little, um, you know, snippet before someone yep. answers the phone so that they know they're being recorded because obviously yep. privacy reasons you have to do that. Um, but that can you can turn that. That's something you have the option to either record or not record. So yep. there there are there are different options depending on what platform you use. So it's quite customizable, which is why a lot of our clients find it really useful. Yep. And obviously we we really like it because if we can track how many phone calls we're generating, uh, then that's that's yeah. great for you us know to see. Yeah, how valuable it's it is. Working or if it's not, and when you can listen to the phone call, you really know if it's qualified or not. Exactly. So, sorry, heat mapping. Yeah, so heat mapping tools are another um, really cool way to track activity on a site. Obviously, once someone gets there, actually being able to see how far down a site they scroll, mm. where the mouse where their mouse hovers um, on different sections, you can actually see what – it's a good way to try to extrapolate what parts of your site are most engaging. And, yep. you know, if certain things that are at the bottom of the page should maybe be at the top of the page because everyone's automatically going there and, and using using tools like that yep. can really help you to optimize your site for a much better user experience. Yeah, and there's some really cool, um, I mean, there's heaps of different third-party platforms like Crazy Egg, for example, um, but, um, something Orange, I can't, Lucky, Lucky Orange, Orange think, yeah. yeah. And, and with Lucky Orange, for example, and I think there's a free tri- trial, um, you can actually record what everyone's doing on your site, which is crazy. So, you can actually press a button, a play button and then it will show you what XYZ user was actually doing and what pages they were going, where they got stuck at. It's crazy. Yeah, and just it's very good for, you know, anecdotal evidence of how someone, how easily someone can interact with your website because obviously, you know, we're pretty lazy a bunch these days and if there's a if a, if you can't find what you're looking for in an in an easy fashion it doesn't necessarily have to be quick yeah you don't have to it doesn't have to be the least amount of clicks but it has to be a seamless transition it has to be obvious yep. pages need to be well connected so that you can navigate easily and and being able to actually watch someone on a screen see how they navigate through your site is a really powerful way to go oh my gosh that's really hard to find those breadcrumbs or or that you know, that X button, whatever it is, mm. that can give you a lot of insight into what maybe you need to tweak on your site so that you're yeah. just going to – it's going to be a really valuable tool. Your website yeah. is a is a tool for your business if it's used correctly. Yeah, and also like, you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, will develop a new site based on, you know, what they think is good. You know what I mean? Like it's not based on data. kind of on data. <laughs> <laughs> so, this – will provide you with awesome data. So, when you're building a new site, you're like, oh, actually, yes, we really need the menu to look like this. We really need that document to be on this page instead, blah, 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 blah. So, I think it's awesome when you – it's also when you're developing a new site or when you're making big changes to a, to your current site. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. But then I suppose this kind of – so far, we've talked about what 
most people do or at least should do and what some people do. But then there's the next level, which is we're, we're starting yeah. to get into now. Crazy. It's kind of, yeah, it's the, it's the crazy side of, of data tracking and how you can use data. And it's something that we've just started doing here, which is why, you know, we, we want to talk to you guys about it today because it's absolutely fascinating. If a little, you know, um, intimidating, but we, we think it's cool at least. So huh. we're actually in the process of partnering with a company called Kickfire that is based out of Silicon Valley. And essentially, it allows you to tap into what they're calling the other 97% because 97% of people who come to your site don't ever fill in a form or make a phone call or send you an email and you don't know anything about those people. You don't. It's very hard if they don't if they don't give you their data. It's very hard to know who you're attracting, what their demographics mm. like, what, their, what company they work for, this kind of information. And essentially, there are now ways that using, you know, marketing, um, you know, c- contact information that you can gather about these people yeah. who visit your site that you didn't previously know, it can just change the whole face of your, yeah. your sales and marketing game. So, you can actually find out now who actually looked at your site and what they did. So, you know, oh, Even if wow. they didn't leave yeah. A, yeah. Even if they didn't leave an inquiry or whatever or call up, you can see, oh, ABC Enterprise Company. They were on our site and they spent five minutes they're a on company, our site. Yeah, and you can see information like they're a company that has, you know, 100 staff and, a, and this is their annual revenue and this yep. is a link to their LinkedIn page. And it's using essentially this particular platform uses proprietary identification technology to pull all that information in from yeah. from sources like LinkedIn yeah. and, you know, different different other third-party platforms that it's they cool. can gather that information from. But that's so valuable yeah. As a business owner, if you can go, oh, it's heaps valuable. hold on, you know, this many people are coming to our site and they're actually, you know, from this massive broad range of industries, but we're only getting people from over here actually leaving inquiries. What's, you know, what do we need to do yep. so that our site is more appealing to this, this other 90%, yep. 97% and of people? There's so much you can do with that data when you actually know who is on your site. Like you can get your salespeople to call those people. Yeah. And you don't have to mention like, oh, we saw we were stalking you. <laughs> we saw that you're on our site for like two minutes, and and you know, will you buy off us? But like, it changes the game of a cold call. It's not a cold time. call if you it's know warm. that that they're interested exactly. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a a weird thing. It can cold calls no. very very normal in in a lot of industries. But if you're calling someone that you know is looking in the market for what you're selling, whether that's a product or, or a service your chances of being successful and actually having it. Yeah. And half the time, you know, half the time the problem is you're wasting time when you're calling, when you're cold calling. You're yeah. just wasting time on on people that are not interested in your product and you're wasting their time. So, you're right. Like these people are already warm. Yeah. Like the conversion rate's a lot higher. So, exactly. so call them, you know. Exactly. And that's where I think digital marketing really should just be another another way to help your business grow. And that's if it's not doing that, it's not doing its yep. job. And if there's a way to make digital marketing more effective so that you're only talking to people that you know are, are looking for what you have, yeah. isn't that a better use of everyone's time? You save a lot of time. Yeah, like I'd, r- I'd rather get a call from someone who is selling me something that I have literally spent the last, you know, two weeks looking for as opposed to from someone telling me, you know, life insurance or something that, you know, I just, I've already, I sorted out years insurance. ago and I don't need it and I don't want to think about that. Thanks. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> you've got to think about, you know, even being on the receiving end of that, 
what, as a consumer, what do you want? Do you want to be yeah. sold things that you need or things that you have no interest in? Exactly. And that's the way marketing is going. If you can be really targeted, then you're going to do well. And the other thing is how else do you use it? Um, automate, if you sync up all that data with like email tools mm. so you can act like all the people that looked at your have gone through your website mm. because this cool kickfire system can actually pull their email data, mm. which is awesome in itself. That can actually be synced into an email database and you can send them some pretty targeted emails. Exactly. And even that goes for not, you know, even outside of Kickfire. I'd probably put marketing automations in the what do only some people do basket because mm. it's, it's incredibly valuable being able to, if someone leaves an inquiry and, and they maybe, it's maybe not a lead or you've used a lead generation tool to, to attract them, so you know, download this ebook. Leave leave your email address, and, and you can download this free ebook with tips and tricks yeah. on how to do X Y Z. That's that's what we call a lead magnet. That person hasn't necessarily, you know, put in a doesn't necessarily want to be contacted, but they're obviously in the market for what you're selling. If you then put that email address into an email marketing automation, you can then start feeding that person information on a regular basis that's relevant to the information that they requested. So you can, you know, go back to them a week later. Hey, we saw you downloaded our ebook. How are you going with it? Did you have any questions? Hey, did you know about this other product that can help you with that, you know, the topic of that email you sent? And it's a great way to yeah. to all these increase your touch points with people so that they remember, yeah. oh, that's right, I downloaded that thing and because I was looking at it. That's right, yeah. I, I need to think about that. So they keep coming back to your site. They keep entering back into that that sales yeah. funnel. So it's not just, yeah, so it's not just getting the data and looking at it. It's also, okay, what do you do around that? How do you create systems yeah. around the data so that, you know, you're targeting the right people, you're targeting them at the right times, you're doing it multiple times so that you can convert that sale. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's that's what all of this is about. It's, you know, you want to be giving people the right people, the right information at the right time yeah. because they're the ones that are, uh, that are going to be useful to your business. So what, it doesn't really matter what type yeah. of business you operate in. If you're targeting the right people at the right time, you're you're gonna get you're gonna get somewhere. Yeah. So, and there's yeah. so many tools that you can use to do that. And I suppose we've just kind That's of talked right. through all the different ones that w- that we use on a regular basis today. But it's you know that it really is the tip of the iceberg. I think. Oh, it's it's gonna get crazier. It's gonna get crazier. We're gonna yeah, and, and that and brings us to our next point. What does this mean for privacy? There really is no privacy anymore. <laughs> oh, don't say there's that. There's no such thing. Uh, Government knows everything. Google knows everything. <laughs> Facebook knows everything. Yeah, I don't well, know. I feel like I feel like if 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 people are really worried about that, they're just going to get sadder and sadder. I I don't know if if well, it's more you know. like you've got a choice. It's like mm-hmm. if you don't if you're worried about other people having information, delete your Facebook. You know, yeah, buy buy a phone it. that doesn't have any any mobile apps or GPS tracking yeah. on it. That's that's you know to be a part of live the world a, as it currently live is. In a hut, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> go live out in a in a yeah. hut in the bush. That's that's the only way to not be a part of the, well, the, that's the thing. world. Because it's just gonna to me like, you know, of course I have reservations about privacy, you know, but at the same time, it's almost like there's nothing you can do about it. If you want, you're right. Like if you want to live in this world, if you want to do well in this world, you you're gonna have to be okay with not really having much privacy. Well, just the realities of what you can and can't be private about. You know, you can yeah. still you can still lock down your Facebook so that only friends can see it and so that you can't be searching. There's there's things that you can do, you can do if you're yeah. concerned about that to <clears throat> to create 
you know whatever you yeah, need you to make yourself feel comfortable. Yeah, you can control it to an extent. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then and then obviously yeah. being aware of the fact that you know everyone needs it's a this is a commoditized world and it's a we're yeah. in a capitalist society. People buy things, and you you, yeah. you if you're in business, you're probably selling something. So it's about trying to you know connect the dots so that you can be working with and selling to and buying from the people that yeah. have the stuff you want and need yeah. and vice versa. So it's just that's. That's where I think privacy is. It's a factor, but it's you know you've got to put it in context as well. Yeah, I think I think you can definitely protect yourselves from other people. Like you know, like I don't, I try not to humble brag anymore because it just pisses people off. And you know, if people are are posting non- nonsense up, you know, I'll, I'll also you know try to hide them a bit. <laughs> but like, I think that you can kind of control your privacy with other people to an extent. Yeah. Um, but in terms of market and and with marketers, yeah, you can do that as well to an extent. But I think that the data's being collected regardless. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whether or not they can use it for XYZ purpose, you can control that somewhat. And, um, and you know what? There's always the unsubscribe button. Yeah. The, you that's know what it. I mean? You've still got, you know, if someone enters you into marketing automation, yeah. you've, you've always got the op- option to say, you know, unsubscribe yeah. me from this mail list. If someone calls you, you can say, that's right. hey, thanks, sorry, I'm, I'm not interested. And obviously, if they keep calling, you've you can yeah. get them sued for harassment. Whatever you want to do, you've got you still do have options. I suppose this is just about you know not wanting to harp on the the negative yeah. side because there's always going to be a negative side to any activity that you you can do. Someone can always find something bad about it. Yeah. And I suppose what we want to focus on is you know the fact that sales automations and technology like this can be really really useful for for a business and like. Exactly what you just said, Zion. We can we can target the right people instead of people that aren't interested. Yeah, who aren't well, gonna who are gonna unsubscribe if you target them. <laughs> well, that's right. What's really scary is I'm gonna detract a little bit. What's really scary is Google Home listening to all your conversations because I've got a Google Home and I'm like, oh, did you just listen to that fight with my wife? <laughs> because it does. It collects all. I don't know what they do with it. I don't think they do anything with it, but it actually listens to everything, not just. The things that you say after you say, okay, Google listens to your whole life. So that's, that's kind of scary. Wow. That is interesting. I know. Very interesting. That's- but yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh-huh. Google, Google's talking to Google me now. Heard. All right. There be quiet, go. Google. Um, okay. So what can it mean for product? What can all this data stuff mean for productivity and tapping into targeting the right potential customers? Well, I mean, I think. Possibly already covered that, you know. It's just if you if you're going to spend your time um, doing any kind of sales activity, and if you're going to use digital marketing to its greatest effect, and not you know you don't want to be spending a bucket load and getting nothing for it. You want to be have highly targeted digital marketing. Any kind of marketing needs to be highly targeted and relevant, so that you're actually getting something out of it. Yeah. No. Exactly. 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 And I think I think that kind of comes back to working smarter, not harder. Being being smarter about what type of type of marketing tools you're using, yeah. you know, do you have call tracking installed on your site? Are you, have you looked yeah. at any heat mapping? Have you reviewed what kind of experience mm. all your users are having? Have you thought about using tools like Kickfire and yeah. and Crazy Egg and any of this stuff because it's it could really make a big difference to and your business. And it's not that hard to to do like there's a lot of these third party platforms you can go go on the, the 30 day 7 day trials yeah. and just try it out try it out you'd be you'd be amazed at what you find exactly and then they're not super expensive like a exactly. lot of them are just small subscriptions that you pay or an annual subscription for like 80 bucks or whatever 100 bucks like it's not that expensive exactly so it's worth doing 
Yeah. Like anyone with a website should get onto some of these systems, I reckon. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's, I guess, you know, parting, parting kind of thoughts are, are you tracking anything that you're doing? Are you tracking mm. your data? Are you, are you reviewing it? Are you optimizing it? If not, have a think, you know, what could you, what yeah. could you be, what small thing could you do tomorrow that, that would help or today that would just give you that little bit more insight yeah. into the data you're collecting so that you could do something that little bit better? Definitely, definitely. All right, everybody, um, have a great, wonderful week. Ask Alika, you know, we come to you guys every Tuesday afternoon, so stay tuned for the next one. And yeah, adios. See you guys.